Are you in your early 20s and feel like you're learning, growing, and lost at the same time? Do you ever feel like you're still too young to have it all figured out, but also too old to still be figuring it out? Or some days you may be on the high and other days you may be feeling low. Either way, something about our 20s, the podcast is just for you. We'll be discussing all of these life experiences, changes, and growing pains that come with these 20-somethings. I'm your host, Micaiah Davis. I'm 23, and just like you, I'm taking things day by day because let's be real, adulting is a lot. So let's talk about it. Hey everyone, welcome back for another episode of Something About Our 20s. I'm your host, Micaiah Davis, and I'm so excited about today's episode. We'll be discussing loving the skin I'm in, and I'm joined today by a special guest, Jasmine. Hey. I've known her since high school, so tell them a little bit about yourself. Yeah, my name is Jasmine. Um, I'm 21, a content creator. Y'all can follow me on TikTok at Jazz the Rockstar, J-A-S the Rockstar, and Instagram at lov3.jazz. And yeah, I'm in college and just trying to make it in the social media world, period. Yes, we love a content creator. In high school, that's really a time when you're coming into yourself, your body changes, and sometimes we compare ourselves to what we see on social media or in society. So what are some things that you feel like you struggle with during that time? When the damage was done to my soul the most, I would say, is before social media was real big. So the influence that I had was the girls around me. And those are the people who really um, damaged my view on myself. So, and of course, like you would see the Instagram models or whatever here and there. So yeah, that also took a play. I want to just get it out the way that social media and your peers can definitely influence you to feel certain ways. Like I'm not going to deny that 100%. But it was like, at this point, the damage is already done. So, but yeah, that... Uh, definitely peers and making little jokes and they really be for real like that all took a toll you don't get as much attention like yeah that all took a toll for sure yeah I think for me I was skinny if you remember I was super skinny sis (laughs) they got thick (laughs) because (laughs) see but you know what I was super skinny in high school and I didn't it was like I didn't want to be like a stick. Yeah. I wanted to gain a little bit, but not too much. And then as I started to get a little older, after sophomore year, mm-hmm. I became like slim thick. Like this yeah. is. And I was like, yeah. oh, wait a minute. Maybe I want to go back to skinny. Because <laughs> it's just the changes, it affects you. Like, dang, now am I too big? So during right. that time, I know you were saying that people used to say little stuff. What do you think was the thing that someone said the most to you that really affect you mentally so um after we all started developing my boobs grew so much bigger than the rest of my body so I feel like if I was like you just a skinny all the way around they wouldn't have much to say but it was the fact that you look at me from the front you gonna expect to see something from the back so it was yo yo flat ass flat jazz with no ass like it was just all them jokes and so it was more so the butt that's what started it and then I as I got older um, I realized like, okay, do I really not like, you know, the way I look, is it really? And I was like, okay, no, I really don't like this. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, I really don't like this. So, yeah. So you had to ask yourself, like, is it really me that doesn't like it or is or it, is it them? People? Exactly. And once I clicked the fact that, okay, they damn near right. Like that's when it was like, okay, what am I going to do about this? So, um, 
they definitely, I would say, played a part, but it was also the fact that just society standard in general, you want to look like, you want to have hips. Yeah. You know, it's it's okay for us to want, you yeah, know, that type of stuff. So okay. I didn't have none of that, period. That mm-hmm. just is what it is. Like, I had all of this, but none, and I just feel like, Maybe I would have liked myself more if I didn't grow boobs and it was just regular skinny. Just regular skinny. Yeah. Because you felt like it just wasn't proportionate it, it, to you Not know, proportionate. Like, exact. That is the mm-hmm. perfect description. I was unproportioned. Some people get surgery for to get a bigger butt or that was truly not my intention. It was just to be proportioned. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, Wendy Williams, I, they make them comments like letter P. That's the worst. That's like the worst, that's the yeah. worst way to be built in society. So it just it took a toll. It did. It did. And I like that you said the worst way in society. Exactly. Yeah. Because that's what people talk about the most. So you just mentioned it. You got your surgery. You got your body done. Yeah. So let's get into it. Okay. So you've recently been very open about getting your body done, and I love that when you came out and spoke about it. You made sure to say, this is for me. Like, yes. I did this for me. Yeah. So, can you explain first the type of surgery you had? Yeah. I, so, I had a BBL. Uh, the famous BBL, Brazilian butt lift. It's when you take fat from your stomach, which I didn't even have to begin with. I had to gain weight. Um, they take mm-hmm. fat from your stomach and then put it in your hips and butt. So, What was it that clicked for you and made you decide that you were going to move forward with this decision? So, um, by the time BBLs got popular, like recently, I had already known, like, I hate myself. Like some people don't know what it feels like to really hate your body Mm -hmm. or even face. Like, I don't know what that feels like. So thank God. But like (laughs) some people don't know what it feels like to not be comfortable in clothes, Mm -hmm. to not want to walk past crowds. Mm -hmm. It's, it is sickening. Like it really eats at your mental Hell, so once I found this way that could fix, you know, that's what you think. It fixes all your problems. It doesn't really, but it makes it a lot better, definitely. I, I, I could say now that, and I know we're going to get into that. I could say now that, you know, it, it worked. It worked. Okay. It, it fixed something that so, you were longing for for for, for years. So it was like, okay, you have cricket teeth all your life. You see this ad years of years of being insecure you see a billboard braces it's a no-brainer you know what i mean so this was a child (laughs) so this was something that was a no-brainer once i seen oh you can get a bb oh you can do that what oh you know so it wasn't it wasn't nothing to think about okay so how did you tell your parents your close friends and significant other if you had one at the time how did you tell them that you were decided to do this oh this is a good question i was super nervous to tell my dad my mom she uh is like my bestie so it wasn't hard to tell her at all she's super understanding super understanding so is my dad but um with my mom i just she literally saw step by step my insecurities me crying in the mirror me she know so it was nothing to tell her and as soon as she heard it was like oh you support right off the bat it was support um and then it took me months to tell my dad and when i because he's a preacher you know okay spiritual That's church lot, yeah. so i was scared but he's a true christian y'all a true believer and he was supportive 100 percent. he was like Oh, I understand. Like, I, I, it shocked me. But he was like, I understand. Go ahead. As long as you're doing it safely, whatever, I support. So I had 100% support from both my parents. And then 
Um, which that makes you want to do it even more right there. Like you like, Oh, you support. Oh, bet. Right. Um, it made you feel like I don't have to care about nobody else's opinion. Is my parents signed off period. on it? Period. Who, who and that, that's what gave me really the motivation. And then um, I told my significant other at the time, and I was just like, we were beginning in our talking stage and being together. So I was like, if he say something that's wrong, oh, it don't really Bye. matter. You know what I mean? So it wasn't nothing. He was supportive, and I was like, okay, you might be the one. And we stood together, so. Okay, let's, let's talk about that one. Mm-hmm. So... You felt like if he would have said, uh-uh, what you getting that for? Or no, you don't need to begin that. You felt like that was a red flag for you? Red flag, sis. You I'm telling so. you. Yes. Because It's I, a difference. I'm going to stop uh-huh. you. It's a difference from saying, baby, you don't need that. I love the way you look. Because he did say that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Let's get that out of the way. He was like, you don't need it. You look beautiful. I love you the way you are. But he was like, if it's going to make you happy. And you that's right there. Right. Yes. Guys be different. Mm-hmm. You never know if a guy gonna say you getting that. Like, what are you getting that for? And have an attitude with you. And that's a red flag because that's jealousy and that's insecurity from mm-hmm. them on their part. Oh, I don't want my girl looking that good. And then some guys think like either they just have a preference on they just like the natural, so they absolutely don't mm-hmm. want you to do that, and that's okay. But at the end of the day, people have to understand like it's a woman's choice if you're not paying yeah i'm not really understanding yeah and it's just like with the whole natural thing if you wouldn't have told a nigga they wouldn't have known you know what i mean if you do it the right way because you can't tell with me like yeah it's the same jiggle and it's the same bounce (laughs) okay like (laughs) nothing different right so there's been a lot of talk on social media and on the news about how a BBL is one of the most dangerous surgeries. How were you able to move past that and still move forward with your decision? Yeah, I like this question. So um, I feel like the the stigma be- behind BBLs being the most dangerous is because of so many girls doing it the wrong way, mm-hmm. going under the table, doing mm-hmm. it with surgeons that are not board certified. Right. So that's where we're getting the statistics. We're getting the statistics of women who are lying about their medical history, who are, you know, going to people who don't know what they're doing. And that's where we see the deaths. You know what I mean? But if you do your research and you go to a board certified plastic surgeon, them surgeons don't have deaths in years. So mm-hmm. my surgeon didn't have any deaths in 20 years. And the last death that was reported that he had she, they were older women. I think it was two. They were older women who lied about their medical histories 20 years ago. So it's like, if you go to a board certified plastic surgeon, you know what I mean? There ain't no real risk. And, what and a- if you healthy too, cause there's a lot of stuff that I had to go through before I even got approved. You know what I mean? You got to oh, take blood that? tests, scans, all that. They're not just about to do you. Right. You got to get approved for that. So that all gave me. You know, the mm-hmm. motivation, too. I was like, oh, this is secure. This ain't no... This no joke. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the stuff with K. Michelle, her coming out and talking about how she's been sick and she wants her implants out? And- yeah, that's a different... That's a whole different surgery. I don't recommend implants. Then getting the BBL. Yeah, that's your... Okay. BBL is your own fat. So it's going to literally grow back with the rest of your own fat and floors health to leave for the rest of your life. You know what I mean? And implants is getting something... Injected. That's not. That's foreign. And I think that's something to clear up because some people don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's different. Every time, I I see all the time. Um, girls will have crazy, um, crazy bodies, 
and they'd be like, BBL, BBL, ugh, that BBL look crazy. And I'm like, that is not a BBL. That is cement in her ass. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's not a BBL. Some BBLs do look a mess. Yeah, no, I don't get me wrong. For Some sure. BBLs do look like look a mess, for sure. But like, 9 times out of 10, it'd be implants, for real. And what made you choose the specific doctor you went to? Did you do a lot of research? Yeah, so... um. Uh, like I said, it was all about the certifications, making sure that he was certified. And also, um, it was just honestly a popular page that had been doing a lot of girl surgeries. I don't know if y'all know who Summerella is. She was built like me too, but just in a bigger way. She got surgery done by 305. That's the whole center. And 305 has have different doctors. They got like 10 to 20 different doctors. So you go on the page and you look at the doctors and you see they work. And mine, uh, Dr. Ramirez specialized in skinny BBLs. So I was okay. smaller and that just, you know, he was snatching them up, eating them up, okay. giving them what they, you know. Okay. So I was like, okay, skinny, skinny BBL. He's doing good with those. So you got to really go by your body type. You can't think you about to get good results from somebody who do bare women. You know, it's just all about research. And where was it located at? Where did you go? Miami, the okay. capital of BBLs. <laughs> Walk me through the day of your surgery. Okay, so <clears throat> I was already in Miami the day before my surgery. You gotta be there before because it's too much, too risky to try to fly in on your day of surgery. So I was already there and I had just woke up. Surgery was real early at like 6 a.m. So I was up by 5 and that's not no time to be thinking. Like, I'm sleepy. So you can't eat. I just remember uh, getting to the facility. We was like the first people there. We got into the weigh room. We Wait, sit Wait, who in. went with you? It was my mama. Me and my mom. Just okay. me. Just us. Um, so we was in a weigh room sitting there. And I was just so excited. Just on 10. Like like I said, I had booked this surgery a year before I actually got it. Is that because they didn't have availability? No. They got it. You can get. You can book and get in two weeks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I had... I had needed to prepare. I need to gain weight and all of that. So I How did a whole year. How much weight did you need to gain? I had to gain about 12 to 15 pounds. Okay. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't it's that not bad. bad. It was from, easy? For a whole year span. Can't, yeah. I uh, um drink. If you're trying to gain weight, boost shakes three times a day. Uh, Boost high calorie. You can get them on Amazon, I, I believe. Three times a day, you're going to gain no matter what else you eat. It doesn't matter. So, um. Yeah, I had I had needed that whole year to gain the weight and just to prepare mentally and really make sure it's for me. Mm-hmm. And so by the time I was in a surgery center, like I said, it was no other thought but excitement. Like it wasn't shut I'm scared. No, I had a year of all of that. You know what I mean? Really? So I was ready. You would think that you would get nerves right then. Like right when you yeah, walked yeah. in, you would think that you would no. be shaking. From a girl who's so insecure and who see this, you knew fix this was about to change in my fix. life. Mm-hmm. So it's like I don't give up. I don't care. I'm you not nervous. Let's get it done. Yeah, and I've I've done plenty of research. Like I said, watched hundreds of videos of women and their experiences. I see, oh, they're not dying. It's cool. Like it ain't that bad. The pain is just soreness for real. I can take this. They give you medicine. Like I didn't watch so many YouTube videos. It don't make sense. So I felt like I was ready. Okay. Did your doctor make you feel comfortable? Oh, yeah. He he was super nice. I had met him the day before, and he was super sweet. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. So, what was the recovery time like for you? So, they say in total it takes six months. I'm on my seventh month, by the way. Um, okay. They, it say they t- it takes six months to fully heal, um, but I would say I felt good 
enough to like walk through the mall at one month the Mm. one month mark you can get up and walk right after surgery like i was walking right after surgery but as far as being sore you don't want to be sore and out and having fun and sore so as far as like actually being comfortable it took about a month and then after the month it just got better and better and better by the like fourth month i was doing cartwheels so it's like so yeah it ain't it ain't um (laughs) it ain't that long of a healing process did you experience any pain no um i would just say soreness like after uh traveling after getting off the plane real sore and just tenderness really just tender like you touch it's gonna be tender but no real pain like just soreness oh yeah it's shoot. not like i said it's Girl, not bad i'm gonna tell you this <laughs> it got me thinking like when you're done you're feeling all types of pain you can't like by one month you can walk yeah. through the mall that's yeah. not what oh, i yeah. thought yeah all. girl yeah and we young so it's like you know True. our bodies snatch back like oh, of course if you 40 i don't know how long you're gonna be but you know we young and I was ready. This is for the 20-something. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Did you have supportive people around you once you returned home? Yes, 100%. Like I said, my boyfriend, he was there every step of the way, right beside me, got me food every day. Real love, okay. Yeah, I'll never forget. Like, he was really there. So, shout out to you. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) What about your friends? Oh, yeah. So, my friends, I would say they were supportive uh mentally they didn't really pull up but i don't care i really didn't want nobody pull up on me if i want to be 100 percent honest mm-hmm. i was real private and just i ain't really want nobody to see me like you know so i didn't really care about them pulling up or whatever but they was definitely supportive they weren't giving no hating vibes like yeah. the people who are around me i've been friends with since high school and that's only like two girls that are super super close to me mm-hmm. so um it wasn't no surprise to me that they were supportive. Like, I would have known by now you was fake. You know, we've been friends for so long. I would have known by now. So. Sometimes you do, sometimes you don't, girl. Oh, please don't tell me that. Sometimes I don't want to no, experience. No, you have good friends. Yeah. You have good friends. I'm just saying for the people Yeah, there, for the people out there, sometimes yeah. Sometimes you, do, you sometimes know. Sometimes you do not. Sometimes it do take a long time yeah. to see, but use your, use your mind. Try your best to see the signs. And you said you didn't even want anybody to come. Why was that coming to you? I was such in a funk at the time. Like, I will say that um, you are uncomfortable. Like, you're not in pain, but it's uncom- it's discomfort. You can't lay the way you want to lay. So it's like, what are you coming to see me and do? Like, all I can do is sit on my knees or lay on my stomach. Like, don't come. Don't come see me. I got an attitude. Like, I can't move. So it was more so like that. Like, and plus, you don't need to see none of this. Like, wait till I pop out, girl. <laughs> not not more so of my friends. Like, I went, I sent them pictures right away. Like, that's not really what it is. I'm just talking. But really just my attitude. I wasn't in the mood. Mm-hmm. So why did you decide to be open on social media about your surgery? Yeah, so number one, I'm just an open book. Like, some people really are just open people. And that's just me. Like, I love asking questions uh, to other people like I'm just so open I love when people ask me questions like um so it was that and it was the fact that you know when you get a new car you want to show it off you, do. you want you get a new house you want to show it off anything good anything you good you want to show it so it's like this moment was so special and happy to me I could not help keeping my mouth shut you know what I mean and it's like there are people who uh were in high school with me and weren't the teasing bullies or whatever they were the people who just seen me like my mom who knew like damn like she really so I feel like they deserve to see too like you know what I mean what I'm what I was doing and how I fixed you know 
So that's I feel true. like they deserve to to see that. Yeah, that part. I that's true because I thought about that when you came out and you were vocal on social media. I was thinking like, I remember Jasmine in high school mm-hmm. and how people used to make jokes and stuff. Mm-hmm. You never said it out loud in front of me, but you can just tell like yeah. that made you feel some type of way. Yeah. Because what were the jokes for? It was a bunch of girls in high school who. Who were built similar to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Like, and you it, were not the only one, but I feel like you were picked at a lot, to mm, be honest. And I was. that just, it, it takes a I toll. Was, y'all. Like, it, it takes, takes a, a toll. toll. It made me, I, I swear to God, I wasn't comfortable in my clothes, y'all. Like, I can go on Shein now, Shein, Shein, whatever, and I can pick out whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I I never had the feeling of being able to pick out whatever and know that's going to look good on me. I used to shop so, like, oh, no, nah, I can't wear that. Right. I can't wear Not that. Gonna right. Not going to look right in that. That bodysuit. Nobody understands the feeling of being severely insecure about your body. So how has it felt coming out in person versus social media? I have gotten nothing but love, like, in my face. Like, of course, I don't know what people saying behind the scenes, but um, coming coming out on social media, like, of course, you get tons of comments. Like, I posted a picture, tons of comments, da, da, da. and then coming out in person, you got people to say, you look good, da, da, da. yeah. So it's, it's, it's not too much of a big difference. Okay. And how long did it take you to come out on social media? Like, three, four months? Three, four, five months? It took me a long time, like, four or five months. Because I was just healing. Like I said, I did this for me. So showing people wasn't the first thing on my mind. Like, of course it was going to happen, but it wasn't the first thing I wanted to do. I wasn't like, oh, I'm just ready to pop out. And you're very open about getting surgery, and some people aren't. Um, Why do you think people decide not to tell anyone that they got their body done or lie about it? Yeah. it's um. So as far as not telling people, I feel like, that's because of the negative uh, connotation. Of yeah, that, that goes around with BBL. So, of course, they don't want to tell. And lying, I feel like that definitely starts in here. Like, if you're lying about your surgery, you are not real, period. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, and I feel like that starts with, that don't even got nothing to do with surgery. That just, you're not a real person. You know you're what I mean? You're trying to play like you went to the gym <laughs> and telling the girls that you worked out for this body and having yeah. the girls think that... So that ain't <laughs> got nothing to do with no, surgery. You that just, just want to play. You and, just want to play. Yeah. <laughs> and we're not... We're, yeah, no. so it's like... I feel like if somebody's lying or not being honest about surgery, they got inner stuff to deal with. Mm-hmm. They shouldn't even got surgery to begin with because they need to fix what's on the inside first. True. If you can't be honest and honest open about and open. what you did to yourself... Then why did you get it? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Has there been a difference in male attention? Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, my God. Like, Like, it's so crazy, y'all, when I tell y'all, men are dogs. And that's why I'm glad I got mine before I even got the surgery because I know he loved me for whatever I was before because it's sad, like, the difference. So when I go out to the club, like, I get way more people coming up to me uh boys way more boys coming up to me trying to get it on um and before i was always just a friend that put you on or who stood by the side while you got the number you know what i mean mm-hmm. i was never guys coming up never you. like that never that was never me so mm-hmm. now that is that i'm with the program it's like 
wow, this shit is crazy out here. Like <laughs> Because you could tell that this is what guys look at when they look at like, They look at our bodies. Mm-hmm. So I believe they look at our butt first. Mm-hmm. Like, and then they look at our face. Yeah. They got to look at the body first. Yeah. And I don't like that because it takes away from girls who may have a big butt, but they have a pretty face also, but mm-hmm. you're only talking to them and you're staring right butt. at their butt. Mm-hmm. You don't even notice their face. And it's really a turn off and it's offensive. To I'm going to be like, honest. My best friend, she has a big butt, y'all. And... The, the amount of sexual attention that she gets is sickening. It's mm-hmm. sickening. It, I, and I know it's it's people that cat call her, they ain't even seen the face yet. No, just And it's sad. Yeah. It's, it's sad. It's disgusting. We don't like that. We so don't like guys, that. Guys, we don't like that. <laughs> we don't like that. <laughs> Has there been a difference in female attention? There are a little bit of difference. Girls would be like, oh my God, you so pretty or whatever and i really didn't get that before yeah, maybe because i'm also glowing up you know besides the body i'm i'm dressing different I, it might I don't be know. a similar thing with like with guys when mm-hmm. girls see a girl who got like a nice body and then she's pretty also they yeah like, they oh, want to compliment so yeah so it's just interesting to see the difference the difference it's sad like why couldn't i get that before how do you feel now about the decision that you made? Oh, I'm ecstatic still. I'm happy with it. I'm blessed that it went right. I thank God every day that, you know, this was for me. And I'm ready to start working out and making it even better. Shit. But, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with it. Because you got to stay consistent in the gym. Oh, yeah. Girl, you got to get massages after surgery and everything. Like, uh... that, that's what another thing. Aftercare is important. You can't just get surgery and then and go. Then go yeah. eat everything in the world. Mm-hmm. You got to keep it intact. Yeah. Have you been doing good with that? Yeah, I, I definitely have. I was already a skinny girl before. My metabolism is real fast. So I never had to watch what I eat. But um, recently I have been. Like I cut fast food out for the most part. Mm-hmm. Just because I just want to be healthier. Like like we were saying, going coming up the stairs, we out of breath. Why? Yes, you know what I mean? Too out of breath. <laughs> so it's like I want to work out. I want to tone even more. Do even more back here like without you know i feel like i now have a great foundation and 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 it's gonna get better period like yes. that's all like, yes speaking all positive things mm-hmm. i'm sure you've heard many people say you're so young and your body hasn't even came into itself yet like you haven't even had kids yes. why uh. don't you just wait what would you say in response to that people don't really understand how it feels to be in in our shoes so it's like I don't want I can't wait you know what I mean I can't like it's at a point where like I said you don't like the clothes you're wearing you don't so I'm not thinking about five years from now when I might mm-hmm. get might. hips might. might what if I don't you know what I mean what if I never you look around uh at all of the women who are 25 35 whatever and up and not everybody got a coke shaped body just because no, they, they hit 25 don't no, mean they, they asked and just Im- magically appear so y'all have to understand not everybody's body is set up to grow to the coke you know that everybody wants some people some people's bodies are really set up just not to have an ass do y'all know that that is true so it's like the fact that my titties were so big and you could see where my hips were it went in so it's like no amount of time, no amount of kids were going to make my hips go 
grow bigger than this, I should say. Yeah, it might have grew a little bit, but I was so top heavy. You know, I have an auntie that I was built just like, and she's still top heavy and bottom, and not uh, on the bottom yet. So it's like, y'all don't know how people's bodies know. set up. Yeah. And then with the comment of saying, you haven't even had kids yet. Well, for one, how do you what know if I don't that, want I, kids? that I want to? For two, um, God willing, I'm able to, but mm-hmm. yeah, you don't know like you don't if know. that's in my future. And you then uh, people say, you can go to the gym, you can work for it. But personally, I, I've i never seen anybody work to get hit. Thank you. I'm looking for them. T- I'm looking and I'm searching. And I'm searching. It's crazy to me because I naturally, it runs in my family. I've always had hips. Even when I was skinny, I've mm-hmm. had hips. Yeah, yeah. And that was the yeah. thing that stood out the most about mm-hmm. me was just that I had hips. I, my butt wasn't even big in high school. It's just that I had hips, so mm-hmm. it looked wide. Mm-hmm. But I cannot see anybody going to the gym again. hips. I've never seen it. I've never us. seen it. Please show Please. us because we don't, we can't. I've we never seen it. Been. So, yeah, going to the gym is a no. Um, yeah, so no, I would have just been, I had a hard, small ass. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, <laughs> so I feel like now I got the foundation where I can go to the gym and get the results that I'm looking for now because, and I'm satisfied now. I'm not saying that I'm not, but it can always get better. And as far as the kids, my hips only going to get wider. Ass only going to get fatter. What's mm-hmm. wrong with that? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Stomach is it's probably going to snatch right back because I'm, I'm a skinny girl. And even to the people who are not skinny, shit, round two. Fuck it. <laughs> Round two. Mommy makeover. Get Fuck it done it. again. Get it done again. Like, I would get it done again because it's really such a one, two, uh-huh. few months and you back. I would get it done again. I feel like 10K will do you good with mm. um everything you need. So, about 10K is what. Okay. And I was working at a good job. So, I was just saving. Um, I wasn't doing it. I wasn't at school. At the time, so I was just stacking, and I was just seeing my bank account, and I'm like, wow, I could really just you was fix just being some, strategic yeah. about it, knowing that you wanted to do this, so let me save my money. Mm-hmm. And I'm still left with money, so it's like, if you just Good. save and do it in the right way, like, you're not going to go broke, you know, getting certain. Please don't go broke. Please don't get, please, please, please. That's the, now that's dumb. <laughs> that's a whole different That's a whole different topic. topic. That's a new episode. <laughs> that's another episode. <laughs> What three things internally would you say has changed about yourself? So I can't think of three, but I can definitely think of one major thing is mm-hmm. my confidence. I can walk past a group of people with my head held high. I, I remember just walking with my head down all the time because you don't, I'm already tall. That's another thing, y'all. I'm big. And that's probably another reason I got picked on. I'm big, big boobs, and me and a no butt. It's just too much. Well, you know I hate when people call tall girls big. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, just yeah. say uh, tall. Tall, it does not <laughs> equate big. Like, I, I hate that. Yeah, that. and you, they didn't said it to me so much. You see that I said to my... Because it's, it's in me. Because yeah. they... The world is fucked up, y'all. Please, <laughs> run away. But, yeah, like, so I was tall and big boobs, and I was just out there so it was just like mm-mm. so that's good being able to have that self-confidence yeah now it's like i i want to wa- i want to wear this i want to walk past you know i want to and and it's not to the to the point of you know i did it for people but it's just like you naturally want to be seen after you feel good about yeah. yourself like i think that's just a natural thing we're human right <laughs> you don't want to always have to be self-conscious yeah. and just doubting your appearance every time oh you walk God, into yeah. a room it's like it sucks y'all y'all I, like i said i'm gonna keep saying it. y'all do not understand to the people who are bbl haters 
is because y'all comfortable in y'all bodies. To the people who saying, wait, 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 that's because you're already comfortable in your body. So you don't know what it feels like to not be able to wait. You know what I'm saying? So just be more open-minded and not so judgmental because you don't know what it's like. Even people who get nose jobs, I don't like nose jobs because I think they look like Michael Jackson, <laughs> Michael Jackson. But if you do it right, like I can't just, I don't know what it feel like to hate my face or hate my nose. We don't know what that feels like. So do it. Do yeah. what makes you happy in this world. And that's why I really wanted to have this conversation because I feel like it's whoever's choice to get whatever mm-hmm. they want done. If you feel like you're not into surgery, okay, that's you. Right. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. And that's, it's so, okay. Yes. It's okay to be like, ill no. Yeah. It's okay to say, because we on a topic in, in the world, it's okay to say, I wouldn't get an abortion. But it's not okay to judge or to say, you shouldn't or, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's that's okay to be like, I would never get an abortion. But you should or you could or you, you know what I mean? So, you don't have to like surgery. You don't have to ever get surgery. But to be a hater and to... That's a different thing. Let it stop. Right. Cut it out. I can see you even being concerned. But you know, most of the BBL hate is not concerned about health. No, it's not. It's, it's jealousy. Just, it's, it, it also comes with the men talking about some, ooh, you that insecure that you got to get Oh, my God. Up. Men are sad, y'all. But men, they feel some type of way because they have to show up as them. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. They can complain do. <laughs> all the time that they can't get wigs. With like, makeup. They can't get all of this stuff. Right. Like, uh, please cry me a river. Like, let us have that, please. Thank you. Yeah. And if you ugly with a good personality, hey, somebody come want you. That is true. Because yeah, personality is more than looks. Oh, my God, yes. What advice do you have for other young girls that may be thinking about getting surgery? Board certified plastic surgeon, sis. That's all. Like, I don't know why you're doing it. I don't know what your reasoning is. If your reasoning is a bad reason. If you're doing it because you do want a fat, you know, whatever. If you're doing it because of that, that's your business. Just do it right. Mm-hmm. Don't go to Uncle Jerry in the basement. Please don't. Go to abort, you know, do your research and just do it right. And please don't lie about your Oh, my health. God, don't. Please. Yeah, oh, my God, number one. That's please. Just really be serious with this shit. Yeah, please do because I know that y'all probably seen that stuff on the shade room where they did the research and stories about girls um, who got a BBLs and buy someone that they thought was legit, mm-hmm. but... Where's the certification? Like, that's all we need is certification, and you'll be good. For sure. Oh, and and don't go to, um, like, Dr. Miami and, like... Why? (laughs) Because... Dr. Miami good. No. He is bottom of the barrel. He might have used to be good, but he didn't got so lazy because his name is so big. People book him just for his name, you know, alone. And he just doing anything. He just doing anything now. I'm telling you, like, my surgeon is probably better than him because... It's the name. He, if you go on Dr. Miami page, it ain't even about surgery. He, they making jokes and shit. They running around the surgery center with, with you know, they're playing with the people fat. He's going to be charging you out the ass because, like I said, of his name. You can get great results with, and I pay, what, like 5K for my surgery itself. And then, of course, like other expenses, other expenses come in. But I think it was That's 5K. Cheap. Yeah. I got a deal, though. It, like I said, it was a year ago. It was some deal. My doctor was new, but he was certified, and, you know. Oh, he was new, though. He was new to that to center, oh. to 305. So, yeah, they was doing some big deal for him. And I was like, oh, hey, okay. he's certified, and I see his work. Why not? I'm going to get that deal. 
you have to know that you're going to be waiting because BBLs is like one of the most demanding surgeries right now. So it's like, yeah, it was packed. It was packed. You're going to have to wait. But you'll be so excited you don't care. So. You see- you sitting there cool. ready to go. Yeah. Any advice for the young girls that have gotten surgery but afraid to be honest about it? I would just say fuck them. Like, you really can't, in this world, like, you got to learn to not care what people think. Mm-hmm. And you have to understand that it's going to be a lot of supportive people out there that, that's on your side. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, not everybody is is messed up in the head. I've gotten, like, on my page, 300 some comments of positive after I posted my picture. So it's like, you're going to get some hate but you're gonna get a lot of support too so just try to focus on on the good mm-hmm. i would also say take your time like if you're not yeah, ready like i said if you're not ready you don't got to a year yeah wait yeah like, wait but when people ask you if you don't lie you that's know, the only thing say, you know i was like please <laughs> yeah that's what i'm saying so really you don't ever have to tell nobody for real if you don't want to all right, y'all. So I put my hair in a bun. Yes, this is the moment we all have been waiting for. Let us see the body. For everyone listening, make sure you go follow Something About Our 20s right now and tune into this episode's highlight to see her transformation. Yes, okay. So I'm okay. going to stand up for y'all. And I have my faja on, so y'all might see a little bulkiness. But so before, I just had absolutely no hips. And as you can see, I got a little something now, waist to snatch. And then in the back, I didn't have no booty at all. It's giving oh, yeah. pee in the back. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, he did the daggone thing. You wouldn't really be able to tell if I didn't tell y'all. So, yeah. Yes, I love it. The body looks natural. So, to the Thank girls you. who want to get their natural body look going, here's an example. Yes, it can be done. Do it right. So, today is an exciting day for Jasmine. Yes. Her TikTok is blowing up. She <laughs> said that she was a content creator. Mm-hmm. And, um... I want to know what influenced you to start taking TikTok seriously. I've always loved making people laugh ever since high school. Like, that was kind of my getaway from the teasing and, you know, just making people smile so you would forget about how I look for a second. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, I always found joy and cracking jokes and shit. So, like, then it transferred to Snapchat. Snapchat got popular. I used to always just post me. Post, like, like I do on TikTok. Talking, whatever. And people would die laughing. People would always Snapchat me like, you need to make a YouTube. You're so funny. Da, da, da. It's so hard starting a YouTube, yeah, boy, I tell you. It's a lie. Oh, my God. It's so much. So then when I seen TikTok and how easy it was to, like, really go up quick, I was like, oh, that's a no-brainer. Let me start TikTok. And mm-hmm. I was like, my after my first viral video, I was like, yeah, yeah. Keep going. Yeah. And, it, and I really found that this is my passion. The way I feel when I see the comments and people... LMAO like it makes me feel different that's really good I'm so happy for you thank you how do you feel about the engagement success and numbers you're getting on TikTok you know you just went viral viral today with the bad girls club how did that make you feel man I it's it's overwhelming joy like because this is work that I put in to see my hard work come it, it, it it's like I still don't know how to feel. Like like she said, it happened today. So yes. it's like, it's I'm still in shock. I'm not even processing what's going on. Natalie didn't comment it. Uh, Judy didn't reposted it. So it's just crazy. Like, it's really crazy. It's crazy. Like, I don't have no words. It only takes one thing. It takes one day. If you got anything that you're doing, it takes one person to see. 
Oh, I forgot to mention, mm-hmm. Jasmine is not just viral on TikTok. You also went viral on Twitter as well. Oh, yeah, they so... did repost my stuff on Twitter. <laughs> I'm telling you, like, after it, it, it spreads like a wildfire. That's what it is. So keep doing whatever you're doing because eventually if you manifest and you putting hard work behind it, we can do whatever we put our minds to. Yeah. God is in us, y'all. Yes, so for sure. And we're rooting for you, y'all. Follow her on TikTok. Please, her on all please, her social please. media. She will definitely give you... You always been funny. <laughs> like, you have always been you, yourself. Yeah, So, man. I think that's really good that you're about to take off with this. And hopefully get some so. coins. Yes. This episode was just really good. And it was yeah. important for me to have you on here because you've been so open and honest about your process. And I love mm-hmm. that... You did this for you and just seeing the struggle in high school and knowing that a lot of other girls out there have insecurities like that. I wanted to talk about this because Mm -hmm. this is prominent in our 20s. Yes. For sure. And I think that I'm one of those girls where, you know, I felt some type of way when I was skinny, skinny back in high school, but it was never so much where I was like, oh, like I'm feeling so insecure. Mm -hmm. I personally haven't experienced that. So I love talking to you about it because you never know what people have went through. Mm -mm. You never know how that has affected them mentally and has carried on into their adulthood. We're learning in these Mm twenties and hopefully this can help y'all out there. If you're feeling some type of way about yourself, just love the skin you're in. And if you want to change something about yourself, do it, but make sure you're doing it for you. Mm -hmm. And that you're doing it the right way. Okay. Yes. So thank you so much, Jasmine. This was great. This was great. I had so much fun. Bye y'all. Make sure you subscribe, leave a review and tune in next Friday for a brand new episode.